I love you. <laughs> hmm. And welcome back to the Couch Potatoes to an episode that most people are going to think is going to go one way, specifically in regards to my opinion, and are going to be surprised if you stick around, I think. Huh. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. <laughs> <laughs> and I am very confused. And they call me the Faceless Leo. <laughs> they call me. <laughs> they call me the Faceless Leo. Welcome, Brigade of Faceless on the Couch. <laughs> Here we are. Oh, boy. So excited. We're, we're, we're pumped up. What I meant by that is that uh, if, if you've been around me the past 10 odd years and have ever talked to me about Little Mermaid, uh, you've probably been immediately disappointed because I've always said I hate this film. Yeah. That's been like my first reaction. Whenever anybody was just like starts talking about Little Mermaid, I'm like, oh, you mean the one I hate? Yeah. And it's because when I watched it as a kid, I've only watched it once. I only ever watched it once. I watched it as a kid, and I hated Ariel because of the decisions <laughs> she makes. It really yeah, pissed me she off. Does make bad as decisions. a kid, it pissed me off. <laughs> and like, because like it, her her main decision is, I mean, I'm jumping the shark here, or jumping way ahead. I mean. Way ahead, not jumping the shark. Hey, it works with this. Yeah. <laughs> it does. A, that's all I was going for. It was intentional yeah, sea pun. Intentional. Yeah, but no, she uh, she she decides to give up her mermaidum to. Uh, we'll do the actual. <laughs> well, we'll do the actual synopsis. But yeah, she gives up her mermaidum to to you know to be a human. To, you know, fall in love with this yes. human guy that she saw yeah. above the waves just once. That's right. And I'm like, that is stupid. As a kid, I hated those kind of stories. Sure. Because I didn't believe in love at first sight. Like, I, right. I think that's that's a little hokey pokey. And, yeah. Uh, it, and yeah, I'm writing a novel specifically about that. Because <laughs> I like the story now. I, yeah. like that, I like that idea now. But as a kid, those kind of stories, like bothered me right because like i could barely remember faces like as a kid i would see sure. a face once and like i would turn around and be like who the fuck are you like, <laughs> <laughs> uh this store was this was also not my favorite right uh growing up uh but i the music is great i mean I mean, it lived the way that it lives in your yeah, head. Anyways. I watched the show, I think. Wasn't there a show? There was a show. Yeah, I watched and the I show. I watched a few episodes of the show. Yeah. I remember liking the show as a kid. I don't know why I liked the show more. Well, but, I mean, it was grounded a, in Atlantis. It's fantasy. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, what if there was a kingdom under the sea? Yeah. And I liked, I also liked, I, I just enjoy uh, Sebastian. He's yeah. A, he's a funny Sebastian character. Sebastian is funny. Yeah. yeah. Sebastian is a crab. Who is supposed to watch over uh, Ariel, and he is played by Samuel E. Wright, and uh, Ariel, by the way, is Jody Benson. Yes. I just, I was curious if I knew them from anything else. Ooh. Oh, he was on Broadway. He played the role of Mufasa. Oh, cool. Wright did. That's cool. Yeah. He voiced Kron the Iguanodon, a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> And Jody Benson. I feel like we talked about her recently, but I just don't remember. I thought you had mentioned her in something. Maybe Uh, it was Justin when we were talking about Lady and the Tramp and we mentioned the sequel. I don't know. Here's her filmography. She was 
Yeah. Barbie. Barbie and Toy Story. We didn't we talk. Got yeah. there. That'd be a fun episode. Toy Story Tetralogy. Well, anyways. Anyways, It yeah. stars her, and she... Uh, I don't know if it stars her as the singer, but I think it does. I mean, um, I think it would say up here if it wasn't. Yeah, you're probably right. And, you know, she sings Part of Your World, and uh, that's because she really wants to get up there and be with Prince Eric. With get all it. With it. Get it, it. That's right. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, for some reason, she thinks that, you know, there is no problem there. There with, you know, splicing fish and human genes. Yeah, There's no. There's no problem there. It's, it's honestly. She wants his baby. That's one of the weirder parts of the movie, too, is when she gets up there and, like, sees all of the, the yeah. fish slaughtering that happens. Oh, yeah. And she's, like, totally like, oh, my God, that's horrifying. I'll, like, I'll eat it. Like, I mean, she doesn't eat well, it. Well, I like... think they say that they, the mermaids aren't vegetarian. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> they just force everybody to come to their city and, like, the, yeah, the, their society isn't great either. Like, it definitely no. has, definitely has, uh, yeah, everyone else is issues. in servitude to yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, Triton uh, is the king and father of Ariel. Kenneth Mars. by Kenneth Mars. That's a godly name he also. Has, <laughs> he has a lot of daughters, yeah. uh, which is also true in the original story. So I feel like we kind of did the synopsis. The story is really kind of simple, besides the fact that... Okay, we didn't mention Ursula. No, we got to mention Ursula. She's awesome. Yeah, Ursula is probably one of the best Disney villains. Yeah, literally, like, the only thing I remembered as a kid was loving Ursula. Ursula is pretty amazing. She is this octopus who is, uh, you know... Based off uh, a drag queen. Personified as a drag queen, yes. And... uh, the drag queen? I don't know. Let's give her a shout out. But it was played by Pat Pat Carroll. Friday the 13th, Mom? (laughs) It kind of looks like the Friday the 13th, Mom. It's not her. It's not, but doesn't it look like her? It does a little bit. (laughs) Um, So uh, she, being Ariel, goes to the sea witch, Ursula, and she makes a deal with her to get legs. There it is. She wanted legs, new legs. And um, yeah, based on Divine. Okay, Harris Glenn makes sense. Love it. So she gets legs, but in exchange gives her voice to Ursula. And she has like X amount of time in this version to get uh, him to fall in love with her. And that was like, honestly, as a kid and even still as an adult was the thing that pissed me off the most is that deal that she makes with Ursula is so horrendously bad on both sides for Ariel like that yeah. is a deal that if somebody offers you, any reasonable person would think about it and be like, "No, there's <laughs> no win in that for me. Yeah. I get, I get no victory." Like, yeah, I, you, you, you basically took everything away from me strategically. Yeah, the only time you ever make that kind of a decision, like if 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 all outcomes do not help you, is if it's charity. <laughs> yeah, but she's she's got some real rebel issues. Um, uh, against Triton, so she's like, and her tail is just wagging in need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's hot for human. Hot for human. <laughs> wow, this is a kids movie, but barely. Yeah, there's but a still, priest gets all a, that. Priest gets a boner yeah. at the end. You're, 
they edited it out in the Disney version the, on Disney Plus. Like oh, I was they? looking for it and it didn't happen. <laughs> but like I can I can understand their their the, if you guys don't know Disney has that you know the issues of like you know the animators are working on this art for so long mm-hmm. that after a while they'll start sneaking naughty things into it like you know sex in the stars yeah. and Lion King. Well, Little Mermaid's one was that the priest at the end during the wedding ceremony gets a boner. Uh-huh. And in the original animation, if you watch it, you can see it because he's like, as he starts to say, dearly beloved, we're gathered here in his pants. Like, there's just a rise that happens. Like, I remember watching <laughs> on the VHS and just laughing at it because it's just, it, it, and Disney was like, well, it was his knee. It wasn't a boner. It was his uh-huh. knee rising up. And it's like, sure, but why is he raising his knee? Yeah. Like, what's going yeah, on there? Lying. And that's what they did in the, in the, this animation is they made it very clear that it was like a, like the camera was kind of swooping. Mm. They did something to it so that like what was a boner is now changed <laughs> to literally just look like a knobby knee. Also, uh, one of the towers, the VHS cover. Yes, yeah. it was very clearly a, like a pink dildo. Like, it was thing. so obviously a dick. Yes. <laughs> so let's compare this story. Because that was basically... Oh, well, we didn't really do... I feel like everybody really kind of knows the Disney version. Yeah. Where it's got a happy ending where Prince Eric and Ariel get together with, uh, you know, the the complication of Ursula coming up as Vanessa, a, a beautiful woman who right. has Ariel's voice. So we know this story, but I feel like the Hans Christian Andersen version is a lot less known. Right. Which is... Uh, you know, basically, know it. it's the same story until she gets to the shore. Right. Then it's completely different. They do. There's also a grandma character that they totally cut out <laughs> of this of the the movie. Yeah. And, and also, like all of her sister characters, just don't matter at all after. Oh, all. they don't matter, and I bet yeah. I bet they don't matter much in this either. No, it doesn't seem like. I mean, it, it seems like they have a slightly bigger role though at the beginning yeah, and at they, the end. Well, the the daughter the, at the end, it's it's daughters of the wind. Oh, I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was her sisters that. Came I don't forth. think so. It says other daughters. Ah. So anyhow, she wants to go, but before dawn, her sisters rise out of the water and bring her dad. Oh, so they do come. Yes. Oh, but this is that before the daughter. The, the, I think that's before she becomes wind. <laughs> she becomes wind. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I know. I just I was confused by what you mean. But yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Though they her do they do help her role. to get rid of the sea yeah. witch. You're right, and they just kind of disappear in the movie entirely. Yeah. So in this story, she gets you know she makes the same deal, whatever. Except for when she walks, it feels like she's stepping on daggers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when she drinks the potion, it hurts a lot too. Yeah, it's like a sword going yeah. through her. And the prince, like, becomes best friends with her, but doesn't know that he, she is the one that saved him. She, he thinks it's this woman that was a part of a temple. Right. And uh, he loves it when she dances. And she does it because yeah. she loves him despite the daggers. Yeah. Oh, um, so sad. So, yeah, she's supposed to make him fall in love with him. And if she doesn't, if he, on the day that he marries another woman... She's supposed to turn into sea foam and die. No, no, yeah. she. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. If she if well, she failed, she would just you know because right. they live three hundred years. She's only like fifteen years old. Right. She wouldn't get to live all of her years. She would just turn into sea foam and just cease oh, this to is exist. True. This is true. 
But that's an, another thing, which the difference between uh, humans and mermaids in this in this story is that mermaids they when they are done living become sea foam and cease to exist. While they humans they die. Yes, they don't have a soul. Humans they have a soul, so it rises up to the heavens. Yeah. And th- that's another thing that she really strives for. It's not just about her love for the prince, which I think is an interesting Yeah, she wants thing. that eternal life. Yeah, she wants that eternal life. Selfish greed. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does seem like selfish greed. But because she <laughs> strives for that and she doesn't interrupt this marriage between the prince and this other woman, uh, when she defeats the sea witch... And decides to jump into the water and become sea foam. She instead becomes a daughter of air, as we mentioned earlier. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she has to do good deeds for a hundred years, and then she gets to go to heaven. Yeah. So that is the main differences between the two stories. And yeah. wow, it is pretty I, different. Yeah. It's pretty different. Maybe it happened in the Little Mermaid sequel, the straight to VHS. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe in the TV show then. Maybe in the TV show. Maybe in the TV show, there's daughters of air. <laughs> well, we'll have to see. Honestly, I don't do. even like the the ending to the the animation where you know she she accepts life as a human. She gets legs, and like her her, her father gives her away. You know, right. like traditional marriage. You know, uh, it's, <laughs> except for <laughs> it's by the seaside, and half of the wedding parties in those. I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> But like it's it's such a decision. Like she makes this decision, I'm just like, it, it racks my brain. It's like you, you barely know this guy. Mm-hmm. You you've been on one adventure. You don't know how he is as a person. Like really, you've seen him as a hero, which is nice. You know, he yeah. definitely did his his duties to try to help. He got a little hypnotized or something. I can't remember. Is it Eric in the movie? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't really he does do much, get, does he? I think he gets hypnotized by Vanessa, yeah. But he does, like, when she becomes, like, big octopus form. Like, yeah, he, he kind throws of, the yeah. trident at Oh, my God. that remind, Yeah, that reminds me. We had to talk about uh, his underwater throwing is incredible. Yes, it's incredible. <laughs> it's like a harpoon gun. He's just like, because if you're underwater, you're slowed, man. You yes, can't move that 100%. fast. But I don't, he, he had to be some kind of underwater guy. Like, he just, like, <laughs> chucked that shit so fast. Well, the trident, like, when Ursula gets the trident, this is something that kind of gives trident, triton, the right to rule under the sea is this this trident. And when Ursula gets it, she, you know, gets a lot more powerful. Yeah. And uh, so maybe... He's holding that. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe it gave his human body some pow- underwater powers. Maybe that's yeah. true. Maybe it wanted to go forward. It, it said, "Fuck Earth." It's like all you have to do is fling your wrist, man. She was mean to me. I I wrote that down in my notes. Got to talk Eric's insane ability to throw a spear underwater. I wrote spear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the trident. Like fuck, I dude. I wrote like fuck, dude. Like fuck, dude. Jesus Christ. So I saw that amount of time. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't. We haven't I, we haven't I felt like we've been talking about it forever. I know. It's only been 15 minutes. Right. Uh, so, real quick, since we're here at this lull, uh, if you like what you're hearing, mm-hmm. uh, we usually do it slower. And uh, <laughs> if you like it and want to support our work, you can go to patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. We appreciate that. 
We got a, a monthly episode that's Patreon uh, suggested and voted upon. And we also have a, a show on there just for the patrons called Bangers and Hash. Bangers so and Hash. check it out. Bangers and Hash. We talk about the, the TV and movies that we've been watching that we just can't fit into the show. Yeah, like right now, if you want to hear my opinion on uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, that'll be coming up on Bangers and Hash at the end of the month. <laughs> the last couple weeks are just a fucking blur, so I... I know I watched TV at that time. Nice. But I'll have to remember. <laughs> it was something. Yeah, it was something. But, well. But yeah, back to <laughs> back to Little Mermaid. Is there much more? I mean, I guess well, we should talk uh, fl- Flounder. I can't believe we were talking this. Sebastian. Thinking the same thing. Yeah, Jason Marin as Flounder and yeah. Samuel Lee Wright. We've already mentioned this. Sebastian. Flounder is the Caribbean. Uh, Caribbean Ariel's crab. best friend. He's adorable. And he's a little f- yellow fish, and he's a coward. And he's super fat, and he gets stuck in windows. Yeah, he gets stuck in windows that Ariel's impossibly thin body can fit through. Yeah, well, she is 15. She is 15, Careful. but yeah. That's another thing. That's a big negative to this movie, is when she uh, when she becomes human, she is nude and yes. she and Disney is playing really hard around the not showing the fifteen year old's yes. naked body, but yeah. my god, there were moments where I was just like, Jesus, I can't remember. Like I did not remember these it's, scenes. Yeah, it's it's a little sultry. It's a little it's a little much, yeah. guys. Yeah, maybe. But still, there's just this one particular thought a shot where she's on the rock. Right. That particular shot, her her waist looks like it's the size of a, of her her spine. Yeah, it's it's a little yeah. yeah, it's crazy, man. She's yeah. super super not. I don't want to say anorexic. <laughs> <laughs> he, she's fisherexic. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Okay, man, definitely that's not funny. No, it's not. But you know, hooray for redheads representation, <laughs> right? Yeah, representation exactly. Got her. Is she um, our first redhead princess in Disney? Probably until Brave. I mean, I, I was Brave was Brave Disney. Brave was Disney. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That might have been Pixar. No. I don't remember, man. It's Disney. I don't remember. We'll get there. They're both Disney in some way. It's all Disney. It's, it's all, all Disney. It's all Disney, man. All We're right. Disney. How long have we talked now? 20 minutes, man. It's got to be. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's still fine to like. Yeah, we can to, do closing. To do a closing. Because, like, I, I, I mean, okay. I'll lead into my closing with, with Scuttle. Just to, okay. I don't really have anything to say about him, but he is funny. He's Buddy a little Hackett. seagull. Yeah, Buddy Hackett. Uh, he's he's hilarious. He's he like a Bill really Murray like character. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun. But I didn't really have anything to say. I just thought it was funny to. I wanted to mention him. Well, he, just to pad the time a yeah, little bit more. Just, he, just to mention <laughs> what he does. He's a seagull. Yes. Uh, who it has all the wisdom of the mortal. That's the right. Yeah, world. yeah. And Ariel would bring so her little Ariel, trinkets to him. Yeah, she brings the trinkets. And he gives the most accurate description of what the doodads are for. And, you know, for example, he knows exactly what a dinglehopper is. Dinglehopper has a long handle. This time period is usually made from silver or Mm. other, you know, rare metals. It kind of looks like a little trident. And it does look like a little trident, but there's usually four tines. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And then you take this single hopper and you run it through your hair. Interesting. Yeah. And I love the scene. I love the scene where uh, Prince Eric is looking up 
at her in the window and she's combing her hair with a fork. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, it's so funny. I, I enjoyed this one a lot as a doll. As I, as I mentioned at the beginning, people might come into this thinking I was going to hate on it. Um, I'm, I'm sure that I've seemed a little, I guess, downcast to it. I don't know. I don't know how I felt in the last 20 minutes. It's all a blur. But I, I actually enjoyed it as an adult. My second watching of it, I was, even though I still think her choices are really stupid. Yeah. I mean, I love Ursula. Ursula is such a badass queen bitch. I love she her. Is. She's great. Like one of the, one of my more favorite villains. And, and, you know, the voice acting is good. The, the songs are actually, you know, I do enjoy the songs. A shout out real quick to the writers of the music uh, is it not alan, alan mankin? mankin thank you yeah yes uh, great so alan is, mankin. i think his first with disney i, I believe so i i did i mean i took notes i didn't look at him at all but oh i did i i should say this is the last disney animation one of the big notes i wrote down was the last disney animation to use cells oh really it's all digital after this so that's a little sad but, but it's still beautiful. I think. I think it you is. are right, though. I think this is the first one with Alan Menken, and you know, it, it's good. It has a like a, a musical feel, like a Broadway kind of like a a, a stage play musical. And I, I, I really fucking, I actually enjoyed it as an adult. I give it three and a half stars. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I give it a face. Yeah. It's still not my favorite Disney. No, movie. Uh, it's it happens very fast. Uh, I think. I mean, after a while, the love between Eric and Ariel is not superficial, but at first, yeah, it's extremely so. <laughs> but I loved Under the Sea and Kiss the Girl yeah. growing up. But I, I would honestly only sit in the room to watch the movie for those two songs. <laughs> I can agree with that. That's the other one too. What's the big? There's the uh, big one. Uh, part of your world. Part of your world. But yeah, you I know, enjoy. I'd watch the. I'd watched the whole start of the movie through under the sea and then i'd fuck off until the uh, <laughs> kiss the girl came. are you excited at all about the live action adaptation i have i cannot be excited for the live action did you watch the trailer anymore. not with i mean they just confirmed with the i almost called them pikachu the pinocchio <laughs> uh, movie yeah they basically just confirmed what i you know yeah. don't like about them is that they do the same exact thing yeah it's just boring yeah yeah i'm not i'm 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 optimistic i was uh i was at the imax theater watching black panther wakanda forever fancy you know nice. opening night nice. and uh it was it was uh one of the trailers that was put before the film was the live action um little mermaid i had not actually seen it i remember Hearing all the hilarious people complaining about, oh, Black Mermaid, what the hell? Oh, God, and what another, the <laughs> it follows it everywhere, man. <laughs> and I was just, I was watching it, just like, uh, like all these people are complaining about that. I think it's just stupid. It's obviously stupid. Who cares? And you hear her voice, and you know, like her, her singing. I was like, you know what? I'm optimistic because, like, she's got a really she beautiful voice. Sing. Yeah, she's That's got a really nice. beautiful voice. And and I think I think the effects look okay like it might not be a bad underwater film it's not gonna be avatar like sure like james cameron's got that shit on lockdown <laughs> like he's been keeping all of the the special effects artists who are like really good at underwater wrapped up for the last like 10 years in his basement so like i don't <laughs> yeah, know when the fuck are we gonna get that movie the december oh yeah yeah it's coming oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we'll get part three i think next year oh, and shit. uh he so says he can wrap it up if if 
part two doesn't do well, he can wrap it up after part three. But if part two does really well, he's got five sequels planned or something like that. <laughs> so six movies in total? I think so. It's crazy. Jesus. And it's all just because he wants to explore underwater and he needs to build a budget for it. <laughs> yep. He's a fun yep. mind. He, he's an interesting human. Oh, James actually. Cameron. Uh, but he has nothing to do with the live action of this. Of, no, he just he just he just wrapped up all of the special effects artists. So that that's right. Little, yeah. yeah, Disney was just like, "What the fuck do we do? <laughs> we can't fight James Cameron. <laughs> We're Disney, uh, but he's James Cameron." <laughs> so uh, I guess we talked about it. We did. Um, yeah, I hope we have more to say when we come back to with. Uh, rescuers down under i hope we down keep under. it at 20 minutes you do <laughs> well i don't know disney's it, quick and fast <laughs> you know this era they were but yeah. this is also the era where we they're the movies that we probably watch the most right we'll have more it's just weird for the first two because they weren't uh mainstays in my childhood like little mermaid again i only watched it once rescuers mm-hmm. down under not probably sure probably two it. two times like oh, i know I, we I owned think it. i only watched it once yeah i know we owned it i know we i did. watched it but yeah i definitely didn't watch that much but after well, that i, I just watched, watched it, it and i gotta say i i'm i'm hopeful to hear what you say nice yeah uh so, a message from me later being like this fucking sucks <laughs> why did you get my hopes up you fucking dad <laughs> worst disney movie ever. <laughs> uh so we'll come back at you next week with more disney welcome back to the disney playlist Yay. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, the renaissance is here the renaissance we're here in the renaissance we're here we yes. made it we made it right. now we can make good movies yes i've been the green traveler from goosh and i am the faceless leon safe travels and good night Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.